Welcome to the Stand Up and Shout Rock Show. We're coming at you live from the Salisbury Center Studios in Manassas, Virginia on the Wild Style Network, powered by Monster Energy. I'm Kev, joined by my bud, Whisk. How's it going? Happy Good Friday to you, Kevin. Good Friday. Good Friday it is. Yes, sir. Wait, and I got to pause before we get going because there's a lot of love to give on this Good Friday, and I think I'm going to be giving it to a lot of people in a lot of places. And I'm going to start with you, my friend. yeah. Because this is you, as you're smiling and you know what I'm about to bring up, you're going through a very, very big family celebratory event. Your son, Jake Birch, who is has great, fantastic taste in rock music, he is does. getting yes. married tomorrow. He is. Yep. We had the rehearsal early this morning and a little brunch afterwards, and then I shot over here so that we can do this show and talk to the bands that are playing tonight. You are dedicated, dude. You are like hey. fully dedicated because you're leaving here and then rehearsing, dinnering still, family, uh, getting ready. Out. Family exactly. stuff. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. going to catch a little bit of the show. Uh-huh. So thank you. No doubt. So, uh, yeah, another episode. Here we go. And, uh, you know, tonight uh, the band actually stopped. So we're here because, as usual, we try to host when there's live music. Live music is what it's all about. Yes, sir. And we've got three bands tonight, headlined by This, That, and The Other, and we're going to have them in the studio in a little bit. Can't wait. Medicine Man and First Try. Can't wait. Yes. And and I'm missing a little makeup compared to you. (laughs) Obviously, I'm in First Try, so like I'm I'm usually makeuped out. Uh, I got a little, it was a little chaotic and confusing before when I did this last time. And you called me Cindy Brady, not because of the makeup, just because I was so confused and lost when I was trying to talk through all of this. I was trying to head it off at the pass. So you got me a little makeup during the podcast. All right. Well, you know, maybe I'll get a A little little. rouge, a little little rouge, and maybe I'll, uh, you know, get some extensions or something. I don't know. Uh, But kind of kicking things off, there's a lot going on in the world of music right now, and we've got our own version of the Real Housewives of the Sunset Strip happening. Motley Crue lit it up, baby. Like over the past 24 hours, I think it lit up our text, you know, communication back and forth, like at least over the last 12 hours. And before we kick into that though, like you just heard the voice of Jeff Salisbury, who we did not hear on Punk Rock Night. So it is very nice to have Jeff Salisbury back chiming into the Good conversation. Good to be back. Yes. Good to see you, brother. Yeah. So, you know, yesterday broke news that Mick Mars, there's been a little bit of kind of back and forth, you know, it was kind of, they announced he was leaving the band or leaving as a touring member of Motley Crue. Yeah. Um, replaced by John five. And then, you know, now they're back out on the road, but then all of a sudden you started hearing things eking out about why he left. Sure. And that initial announcement was a little sketchy, right? And because when you think of, you know, I mean, Motley Crue, I feel like they've had their ins and outs over the years, but ultimately it's been about those four. And it's never been about Mick when it wasn't about those four. Right. He's been like a bedrock, you know, of Motley Crue in many ways. I think many ways we're going to talk about. Right. But just in, in terms of knowing that he's there, you always could rely on Mick being there. So I think that that initial announcement that he was leaving was tremendous shock. I know, I know to me and to you, 
to Jeff Salisbury because I know that we're all tremendous Motley Crue fans and we can't get enough of them, which is why we're talking about them even yep. now, because if it was just some lesser band, we wouldn't give a shit and we would just be moving on talking about something else. Absolutely. Yeah. And so I think, uh, I think we'll, Scott's going to throw it up, but there was an article that broke yesterday announcing that he was suing them, I guess, uh, you know, it, it reads that he was basically gaslighted and pushed out of the band and he's trying to recoup money that he's supposedly due because he's due a quarter and it seemed like it was a all for one one for all kind of approach right that 25 percent four people 100 percent. you do the math it's pretty easy come down to 25 percent. mick being that bedrock you know and all of a sudden he's pushed away from that 25 percent. right that's the number that's the suit right i think at, at its basics yep and then very quickly motley crew then issued a statement about uh you know how he was wrong mm-hmm. and that you know really kind of started slamming him on his performance and what he was not capable of doing and in not so nice terms at the beginning said you know he announced he was resigning but sort of towards the end of that article it's like oh we got rid of him right so right it's like which one was it <laughs> right right um and which is almost going back and that's why i feel like like this whole story which is why i think it's blown up in the hard rock metal community is because it hits at a lot of all of the bait over Motley Crue and the controversy that they could draw out over the years. And so, of course, that is it. What is the actual story? Like, we've never, I don't feel, if you can listen to still two stories about the Vince Neil, right? you know, travesty or whatever it would, you would call it, like him leaving, coming in and out. You know, the you don't know if he resigned, if he was thrown out. It depends who you talk to and what given day. And this feels a lot to me to be the same type of thing. Right. Well, and to me, it's certainly, it's getting real personal and, and, and out in the open. Yes. You, you, you know, you assumed in the past there were differences between Vince and Tommy and Vince and Nikki. But like you said, Mick was always that bedrock and was just there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, but for them to now be kind of dinging on him, he's claiming, you know, they weren't playing the music live backing tracks and which hits at a bigger issue, right? We yep. talked about that on a past podcast with Wasp specifically. And then, right. you know, I think that came to light in a lot of news media. And with this, then, you know, what are we seeing when we see a Motley Crue show? And I think that we have, we've discussed that not even on this podcast, but in and amongst our friends, you know, with ourselves all the time, like, what are we seeing when we see an actual show and how much of that is Motley Crue? And then as Motley Crue ages, the group ages, you know, what are they relying on to get through the shows? And we've seen different levels of, of, uh, of, of I don't want to say professionalism. I, I, cause I think that's the bad word, I guess, of musicianship, right. you know, along the way in terms of backing tracks, what they're playing, um, the, the notes they hit versus what they used to hit. And uh, that's just been the cause of a lot of discussion as to whether or not you would actually even attend the show. Right. Well, and maybe that's it. I mean, I know me personally, and we've had these conversations, I'm not expecting it to be pristine album quality. Right. And knowing over the years, you know, we've been to crew shows where Mm -hmm. Vince was just not good. Mm -hmm. And a lot of it was related to his age and health. Um, But that was fine because it was Motley Crue. Right. But, you know, and then I think the third article I think Scott's going to bring up here is really kind of evident that it is, it's going to get really nasty and personal where Mick, the quote is, I carried those bastards for years. Right. Right. So questioning their musicianship. Correct. Yeah. And it's, uh, 
you know, this, this seems to be much more personal and much more out in the public than their previous issues that they've had. So it's, to me, it's a little, makes me a little sad, right? Because obviously, you know, we've been listening to them since the early eighties and this is probably it. They're done. That's what I get back to. That's why we're talking about it. Cause I love this band so much. I, they for me personally, they were my first love that, you know, I think that you, if you really kind of like dive into music and appreciate music and love it as much as we do. You can remember sp- certain moments in the beginning that drew you to that. And yeah. shout at the devil was an album for me like that. That was something that made me fall into not only this music scene, but just music in general and how much you can like really connect and appreciate emotionally with an album. And so, uh, so I always want to see the crew. I don't want to yeah. see it go no. away. I, I don't want to see, I don't want to see mom and dad fight. I want to <laughs> see like them mom get and dad together. Got divorced. Exactly. Uh, yeah. And this is going to be an ugly divorce and the kids are the ones that are going to right. bear the brunt. Yes. And that's, that's us and the, and the fans. <laughs> You know, but get into Mick to me. I, I don't. I don't only think that he's an unsung hero of Motley Crue. I also think he's an unsung hero in the guitar world. I, I've seen other people speak that way too. Uh, he's always been rock solid. His performance has always been rock solid. I love the soloing that he does on many tracks. I've always loved seeing him live. You know, he may not necessarily have the same stage flair as other members of that group, but he was a bedstone. He was a corner. And I even you were asking me about that because I saw in one of their first shows with John Five right. in Atlantic City. And of course, his musicianship was stellar. But it doesn't have the same feel. To get to that Dave Grohl kind of, you know, kind of, I think he really pushes feel between people and members and people playing together. And it doesn't feel the same. Not that it feels bad. It just feels different. And I think that that's always going to be missed without yep. those four members together and the original members of Motley Crue. But right. even, even with feel, could you imagine somebody with feel and talent and yes. pizzazz like Slash or Tracy Guns being in that band. Yes. He had to be there, the rock solid, because everybody else was out of control. Yes. Yeah. 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 That's, yeah, that's no a good doubt. point. That's a good point. Yeah. And the feel, you know, it's it's a lot like one of our other favorite bands with kicks with yeah. Ronnie 1010 not being in the band. There's Absolutely. just, they're, you know, they're great. They put on a phenomenal live show still. And Bob Parry is a great guitar player. Mm-hmm. It's just not the same. I miss, uh, I miss Ronnie. To me, he's gritty. I miss his grit, you know, in that kick sound. You can feel sure. the dirt, you know, like when he plays. And I, I appreciate that. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I guess more to come on how this is going to go. And, you know, mm-hmm. we'll talk about it as new information comes out. But I think we're going to kick it to a break here. And well, then we're going to. I'm going to take the bottom line. The bottom line. Give Mick his money. You know, he, he shouldn't be reduced. I was reading in these articles. They want to reduce his, you know, basically payout to five, seven and a half, eventually to five percent. Mick is one of the quarters. He deserves his quarter. I think he's, over the years, I think that this, these articles pointed out 41 years was the number they gave. He deserves it, but ultimately, you know, mom and dad need to get back together and keep touring. And, you know, in, in whatever capacity they can, because I yep. still recommend Motley shows, you know, no matter whatever nuances that you may nitpick out, it's still a fantastic live show. Agreed. Yeah. All right, we're going to kick it to break. We're going to come back, and we're going to have the guys from First Try here in the studio with us. You're... Watching and listening to the Stand Up and Shout Rock Show on the Wild Style Network. 